Guest, uh, uh, Purdy on my podcast today. How are you doing, Purdy? Uh, this is my podcast. All right, whatever. Yeah, cool. I mean, we're, we're sharing it, but that's okay. Um, very possessive of his podcast. How are we doing? Yeah, well, it is my podcast. It's got my name at the front. Yeah, but I'm more into like the sharing economy. Like we're all sharing stuff. It's our podcast uh, today. Uh, we're sharing it today. You were sharing it with other guests other weeks, and today it's me. Uh, Okay, but you're coming in here with real co-host energy, and you're a guest. You're just a guest. That's okay. Uh, I am a guest, but um, you invited me on, and without me, your podcast would would just be you, and then you'd have no one to bounce off. So uh, without me, I'm I'm essentially everything to this podcast today. Otherwise, if I left right now, you just have to sit there by yourself, and that's not going to be as entertaining. Jeez, oh, the ego on this guy. Oh, you can't do this podcast without me. Well, I could just invite someone else. Doesn't I didn't have say to be. You, you couldn't do it without me. I just said it wouldn't be as good. How do you know? Just as if it I could did, be. It could be much I, better without if you. If I did this podcast by myself, it wouldn't be as good either. So is that me being egotistical or what? No, it's just. Uh, I think it is being realistic. You, how is that being egotistical? If I'm egotism is realistic in this business. Yeah, oh, I mean you got to have some ego. That, look, that's the thing I don't get. What do you think about this whole idea of letting go of the ego? You need the ego to like. It's an important factor in 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 the human being, right? Yeah, right. Well, it's like that song. Ego is not a dirty word. Oh, it's like that ice cream. Yeah. Soft in the middle, caramel, yum. Yeah, yeah. That's my kind of ego, you know? Desmond Cabaret is my guest on today's show. Yes, yes, that's me, Desmond Cabaret. I'll see how I go. I don't know if I can mumble for a whole hour, but I can do it as best as I can. So that's a put on? What, what are you saying? No, no, you know, just like you get you get exhausted, you know, when you're just talking shit for hour, like moment over moment over moment. Eventually you hit a point where you just get tired. Unless you get your second wind, and when the second wind hits, you could talk for like three hours. But it all just depends because it's kind of been cold lately and the cold can really suck out your energy, you know what I'm saying? And then I did get up for an early morning walk and I didn't wear enough clothes. So like a lot of my energy did get sucked out of me on that early morning walk, which means like i got to really kind of pace myself, but I don't pace myself. I'll just wear myself out and then, that, that, and then that's not going to benefit anyone. Anyway, are you, you know sure you're not going to wear yourself out now with how you're talking? Yeah. Like so fast paced. So fast paced. I've got to slow it down. Okay. Desmond Cabaret, you're a, what was it? You're an entertainer extraordinaire. Yeah. Like I, I mostly uh, dabble in the high arts of like opera. Uh, yes. Opera. Expressive dance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and I really struggle in Melbourne, you know, because, uh, People think they like the high art kind of stuff, but they, they don't really, you know what I mean? Well, Melbourne, they're very, they're affected. Mm. They're infected. They're infected with affectation. 
I don't they know. affect the, the fact that they they like high art, but they just want people to believe that they like high art. No, they just want like hot, like they just want low art, like sort of like sideshow, hurt yourself, kind of trip over a box and hurt your hand, kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I I've seen you do that before, the the mm. sideshow stuff with the nail. Yeah, yeah. Having the nail in your nostril. Yeah, yeah, the nail and the swallowing of fire and chilling glass and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I really struggled in the in the fringe, you know, because they they don't really. How how did you how do you how do you deal? Because you're kind of like on the high art edge of things, aren't you? Uh, I'm a comedian. I do comedy. I tell the truth. Yeah, and the truth is funny. Truth is very funny. I go up on stage and I talk about cancer statistics and it's, people don't laugh and I'm like, well, it's the truth. It's true. It exists. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's kind of like that, isn't it? Like, uh, like cause everyone has to deal with cancer. At some point not, or another. Not, not physically you, but like deal with it as it's just being a thing that's around, right? And sometimes you have to deal with people who just are a cancer. Mm, mm. Horoscope. Like a, or a tumor puppet who's like a literal... Literal cancer puppet, hey. How, what's the origin story of that puppet? Uh, well, it's based off a true story where I, I got a tumour removed from my kidneys. Oh, wow. Okay. And then it just lived. It was sentient. It was a sentient tumour. Ah, so then by putting it in, in the realm of truth, it's harder for people to um, discount the fact that you are dealing with a tough subject. Because because it's a, a tumor that was taken from your body. Yes. If you just made up that story and it wasn't based on truth, then they'd be like, how dare you? My uncle's cousin's brother dealt with it. and now, But you can go, no, nah, it's a real tumor that came out of my body. What are you going to do? Well, like, were you saying that I can't talk about something that's real in my own life? That's exactly it. And some people saying I shouldn't not have removed that tumor. It was God's will to put that tumor inside me. Mm. And, I, and I say it's my body, my choice. If anything, that tumor had more more rights over your body than you do. It was taking over the whole thing. It all was starting out from the kidneys. Who knew where it was going to start growing? Do you reckon it had any effects on your mind? I don't you, think it did. Or do you reckon your mind had an effect on the tumor? Do you reckon part of your sentience went down through your... your um, you know, all your ventricles or whatever and, and had an effect on the tumour and that's what birthed it? It's very possible. It's very possible that a chunk of my brain made it inside that tumour and that's how it became sentient. Mm. Well, it was a teratoma. Mm. A teratoma is a type of cancerous tumour that can have hair and, and eyes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's and funny. that's a real thing. And it doesn't even have to be a part of your brain because you've heard of the thing about the three brains, right? You've got a brain in your head. You've got a brain. You've got the stomach brain. Mm-hmm, yeah. And what's the, there's a third one. I can't remember what that is. The knee. The knee. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, the knee brain. Uh, knee brain. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the foot brain. I have a foot brain, Desmond. Yeah, that's where the soul is. In the, the foot? The soul is in the foot. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless you have a better idea where you think the soul is. <laughs> I mean, I guess defeat makes a lot of sense. I know. It does, I guess it, it does. does. 
I mean, a lot of people think the soul is in the brain, but that's like a product of like Western contemporary contemporary philosophy where they think everything comes from the mind, that kind of Descartes kind of thing. But if you go with a more Eastern style philosophy, you have that the, the soul is within your whole body, every single part of you. On The Simpsons, the soul is just a piece of paper. Yeah, it's a cartoon. The soul is a cartoon. Yeah. The soul of that show is, is, is paper, yeah. Well, on the actual show, it was a piece of paper. Yeah, isn't that strange, hey? Wait, were we talking about a specific episode or were we just talking about the idea that, that, that we view these these cartoon figures and they're not real, they're just voiceovers, but they, they inhibit a soul and some characters sometimes? Well, you know, they're controlled, they're, what they say is controlled by people, but what they actually say verbalizes by other people and then how they move and how they look and how they browse from other people. But that's a long-winded way of me saying, yes, I am talking about a specific episode. Oh, Bart okay. soul. I don't have like a, a, a encyclopedic knowledge of the Simpsons. I got a close to, but like, cause I was, I was born in that era, but it's, it's just like, I don't have, I don't know every single episode. I don't, and I don't know which one you're referencing at this point. So I'm just going to say, um, uh, yeah. It is called Bart Selty Soul. Oh, that one where they go on the boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's a piece of paper. Yeah, he writes on his a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. My soul. Okay, what would you sell your soul for? I would sell my soul for, like, really just kick-ass guitar playing skills. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I know it's, I know it's a cliche, like, like but... Robert Johnson, the, the, the quintessential meet, meet you on the crossroads... Uh, devil comes to you. You can then play yeah. the blues yeah. like a like a legend. Yeah, I know it's a cliche. So you want to play like Robert Johnson? Yeah, I want to play Robert Johnson. Not play Robert Johnson, but play like Robert Johnson. That's good. I guess as good. So is that like hopefully your, better? That like your genre that you would play like blues or jazz? Like if you say so you can play guitar, but you only get to pick one genre that you can be the best in the world at. You're selling your soul for it. What genre of guitar music would it be? Uh, sludge metal. Sludge metal. I'm pretty sure you can be the number one sludge metal player, like, with not too much ease and without having to sell your soul for it. No, I think I have to sell my soul, Desi. No, 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 because, like, like, it's a lot less... I haven't even heard of it, so I'm, I'm assuming it's a lot less competitive than being, like, a jazz, blues, or folk artist that's playing guitar. I mean, are people all that into jazz and, and blues and stuff these days? Is it that contemporary, Desmond? I mean, if they're playing it now, it is, because that's what the meaning of contemporary means. doesn't mean it's any good. Or popular. Or popular. And it's definitely not popular. Yeah, and whether something's good as in, like, or technically difficult is different. Or is it the same? What would you say? If something's technically difficult but you think it doesn't sound good, is it still good? Uh, Absolutely not. Yeah, and I mean everything, all that kind of stuff's subjective anyway. So, so like if you think it's good and I don't, well, is it good or bad? It's just it's all it's bad. So if you want to be because I said it's bad. So if you want to be the best best guitar player in the world, and the idea of that that type of art and what people enjoy is subjective, um, how do you measure you being the best guitar player in the world? Well, I joined Battle of the Bands. 
Okay, so out of a voting system. It's a, it's a voting system, and so, I think uh, it will come out the other end that I am the best sludge metal guitarist. So how does that work? So it's like you've got Australia's Got Talent and you win on there. Does that mean that someone that won playing guitar in Australia's Got Talent is better than someone that's been practising for longer and has brought out an album and is like got a lot of following but doesn't have people voting in a sort of weird seating setting? Yeah, I mean, if Danny Minogue doesn't like... So it's all if Danny Minogue condones it. That's... Yes. <laughs> now you're in the Australian okay. entertainment okay, industry, yeah, man. Yeah, I forgot because what I, I like, I'm more of like a, I like kind of have more of a, a European consciousness, you know what I mean? Like when I think about music, well, obviously not like Eurovision because that's trash, you know what I mean? And that's not mm. a very good representation of all of Europe. Only the trash, because every single continent has their trash. And Europe's got just as much trash as anywhere else, you know what I mean? Well, one person's trash is another person's treasure. A white person's trash is a, is a I don't know. <laughs> More trash. A certain man's treasure, yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying Eurovision is actually high art. Yeah, you reckon? What do you think of that? It's I mean, art you've got to have be, be high. Four. Yeah, you've got to be high to watch it, if that's what you mean. Yeah, I mean, then it's high, high art. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess everything has its elements of it, you know, because maybe someone that does high art might actually be involved with the costuming or something like that. But it doesn't mean that the whole the whole facade of it is any is high art in itself. It, it may have aspects of it, and that's what people grab onto. But in, in general, it's, yeah, it's, and people love trash. But you don't. I mean, I love trash if it's if it's done in an artistic way and it's then it's represented as high art. Then I like trash. Ah, so like a Harmony Corinne film. Harmony Corinne, yeah, yeah. Trash humpers. Trash humpers, or like what's the the what's the bum fights? I don't know if you consider that high art. I mean, if you re-edited it. It's 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 about the same as Doctor Phil. Because I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's Dr. Phil, he's helped out a lot of people over time. Hasn't hey, they both exploit mentally ill people. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> Did you see that? Wait, uh... Dr. Phil invited a bum fights guy onto his show and then the bum fights oh, guy came on dressed right. exactly yeah, like yeah, him. Yeah, I saw that. And it's, yeah, it's kind of like... And that's what you get away with. It's like if you, if you disguise what you do... As if you're th- if what you do is horrible, but you disguise it under bright lights and beautiful camera angles and stuff, then you get away with it. But if you use just like a general hand camera and like and and you go to the gritty kind of edge of it, then you then people look down at you while they watch Doctor Phil. Is HBO's The Idol high art? The Idol is not high art. You sure about that? Well, the skill level can be very high, but it's it's also like, but you know how it is. A lot of a lot of what high art is is, you understand it, right? If yeah. You, it's, if it's, you say a lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense at all, and you like, and then you watch people interpret that stuff, that's high art because the jokes on them, you know, because you know that you're making up all sorts of bullshit. I do it all the time, and then you watch people interpret what you're doing. And then try and string out and pull out all this like deep, like subconscious narratives behind it. And there are some because you can't create anything without subconscious narratives. But, but you're creating something so opaque that 
people can build their own ideas around it. And that's what I consider higher. Ah, yes. So you don't see that in like the weekend telling Lily Rose Depp to fucking stretch that tiny little pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's just absurd references. And it is an absurd reference to fucking stretching out that tiny little pussy. I, I don't know the reference. What's the reference? Could you could you stretch out the reference? Uh, well, you see, in the idol, a rapper, a rapper singer, soul singer, R and B guy named The Weeknd, is trying to make a go out of it, acting. Oh, okay. As this yeah, douchebag yeah. who gets into this pop star's life. Played by Johnny Depp's daughter, Lily Rose Depp. Oh, okay. And they get into this weird psychosexual relationship. And it may or may not be helping Lily Rose Depp's pop star character to create her next big hit. Okay. Do you reckon it's part of that's a product of the decline of America? Oh, it's definitely a part of the decline of America, which I point squarely directly at. Sam Levinson. Yeah, definitely. I don't know who he is, but he's definitely the blame. Mm. Yeah, do you reckon the uh, the decline and inevitable implosion of America is, like, purposely created? Or do you reckon it's just a product of, like, overconsumption? And, like, the lack of connection to land and spirit? I think I always say this to everyone. I think there is a lack of connection to the land. And I'm always trying to start small talk with the land, but, like, the land always says to me, like, oh, I'm only interested in big talk. I'm like, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah, the land always wants to go deep, you know? And sometimes, like, that's why people in the city don't understand the land, because often we're too busy, you know? We've got to get, we got to go get a coffee and then go to a podcast. You don't want to talk, you don't want to go deep and start talking about the meaning of life and, and like, what it means and how the rivers and the sea are actually the blood veins of the earth and all that kind of stuff because you gotta you got to go get a takeaway coffee, throw it in a bin, and then talk garbage on a podcast. You ever drinking so much coffee? coffee this, is, yeah. this is about talking garbage on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever drinking so much coffee that you urinate out coffee? Uh, no, but coffee is, is my drug of choice. Ah, caffeine. Uh, caffeine, yeah. I just caffeine. I'm a caffeine addict to like four, five, eight coffees a day. I've never like pissed out coffee, but yeah, I've definitely drank so much coffee that my piss is brown and you can That's see, it. And you can, oh. That's it. That's you pissing out coffee. If it's brown, it's coffee. It's like, it's like dark brown and smells like coffee. It's coffee. But like, it's not coffee because like, I feel like a lot of the, the products of the milk and stuff have been filtered out. You can have black coffee. Do you reckon if you drank someone's piss that had drank like 10 cups of coffee, do you reckon if you drank a couple of cups of their piss that you would get the effects of caffeine in you? Oh, that's definitely your case. Yeah. Well, I'll have have to, you ever been stuck in the desert and... And all you got to drink is coffee? Well, all you have to drink is your own piss. But earlier that morning, you had like 10 cups of coffee because you knew you were going to do a trek across the desert. And you got to be dehydrated for that because you don't want too much moisture in your body. Well, it evaporates. Sweat isn't fun. No. You and if I could dehydrate myself like a prune and not be like watery or anything, that's fine. But it is funny. Like the, the, least, the less you sweat, the more unhealthy you are. You know that, right? And who wants to be healthy in this day and age? I mean, it's an impossible task, to be honest. If you've got to be any, if you got to be anywhere near the city, 
you're not going to be able to stay healthy. Telling me I can't not not sweat. No, telling me I can't. That. Telling me I can't not not sweat. That's not body positive. No, no, no. No one needs to be body positive. But it's like the the whole idea is that sweat regulates your body, right? Oh, I'm so tired of this sweat regulating my body. Yeah, it's regulating your body. I'm sick. I'm sick of these laws. Get these laws off my body. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of laws, to be honest. Not, not that I'm not a big fan of laws, but like, you know how like we live in a democracy, right? Yeah, you're not a fan of man's law. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of God's law, but it's like I'm also a fan of man's law. As in, like, let's say if if there was a crowd of people and you're like, hey. Someone is a, a violent offender. Should we put them in jail and, and like make sure they're punished? People would say, yeah. But if I'm like, hey, should we have a red light camera at every intersection from this middle of the city to all the way to Bendigo? 99% of people are going to vote no. So it's like, is this a democracy of laws or what? If, if the majority of people don't want a thing, then why is it there? That's a good question. Here's another question. Do you think prison should be just for punishment or rehabilitation? What's this? Do you think prison should just be for rehabilitation or punishment? It should definitely be for rehabilitation. Ah, yes, but most people just see it as, as, as punishment. Like It's just there for punishment. But then what's the point of punishing if there's no room for rehabilitation? Rehabilitation should come first. Um... And, and it's like you can already see it in the Scandinavian countries where they implement it. And you can see that the results are that the, the reoffending is like way less. And it's like you're just putting all these people that have done crimes in the ones for what? And they get better at committing crimes or worse. I say they get better if they don't end up back in jail and they're still committing crimes. And they get worse if they keep coming back because it's like they haven't learned how to be criminals good enough. Right, that's that's the problem. Mm. That's the problem you think. Not that they're committing the crimes, it's it's that they got caught. It's like the idea of as above, so below, right? So we know like that the 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 criminality is almost legalized at the top when it comes to corporations and that kind of thing. But if you steal a candy bar down the bottom, you're getting punished. So it's like is so how can we um why are we enforcing things that people that have the means to get away with it can get away with it? So is crime in itself, if the whole society is built on crime, is crime itself the bad thing? Or is it just the way you live and the, the ability to get away with what you can get away with? Definitely the latter. I think it's, if it's crime done by poor people, you're going to get punished, baby. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole crack cocaine cocaine situation. You know that situation? That crack cocaine's for poor people and cocaine's for rich people? So so it's like, so in America they have crack cocaine and cocaine, which is basically the same thing, but the prison sentences for crack cocaine are like 10 times longer because of the people that are using it. So it's like, yeah, that's just interesting to think about, like crime and which crimes are more punished and for what reasons are they more punished. So your name is Cabaret. Yeah. Is that your actual name or is that a stage name? Oh, no, that's my actual name. Uh, my mother is a lot of Cabaret. And, uh, so uh, she's, a lot, she's a lot of woman. So your ancestor, your yeah. ancestors were like 
cabaret people. Yeah, because do you know how last names were invented? Yeah, I know. I know that it's it's uh, based on what like type of job your ancestors worked. Yeah, so back in the day, people didn't have last names, so so they didn't know how to find people to tax them. So the whole reason we got last names is just so the governments can draw money out of us. Um, so people were just like, I don't have a last name, right? So all these people are like, oh, fuck it. I'm a butcher. I guess I'm Nicky Butcher. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Smith. I guess I'm Nicky Smith. And my my um, family at the time were cabaret artists. This, mm. So this goes back to like 15th century kind of thing. And they were just like, all right, we're cabaret artists. We're, oh, we're cabaret. That's our last name. I guess the parodies were just... They were just darn purdy. What does purdies mean? What is that? What is the word purdy? I'm I'm pretty good at words, but I don't know what purdy means. Does it have a, a meaning? Yeah, you know, you, you speak with a southern accent and you say, like, uh, oh, my 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 purdy. Yeah, you're pur- you're purdy good looking, hey. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, us like purdies, we're just ge- ge- blessed with great genetics. Mm, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a family crest? Yeah, it's just an Adonis and a goddess, <laughs> just like. <laughs> Covered in grapes. Yeah, and then... From the top to the bottom, you're just wearing a suit of grapes. uh, Yeah, the Adonis has his arm like this and the goddess has her arm like that and they're like... And at the bottom bottom is... What's that wolf with all the titties and the babies just drinking off it? What's that myth? Wolf mother. The wolf mother. And at the bottom you've got the wolf mother. The wolf mother. The band. The rock band. (laughs) The The rock band. The rock band. You know, the main guy, you know, he has like little wolf teats and he's the wolf babies feed off him. Mm -hmm. And he sings Joker and the Thief. Joker and the Thief. Are you a Joker or a Thief, Desmond? Um, I guess I'm I'm a bit of both. You're a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking in my eyes, I'm a thief. Yeah, I'm looking at him right now. That is... So they'll steal your soul. Yeah, that's... um. Those are fever eyes right there. I'm looking at him right got, now. Those got, are fever eyes. I've got big blueies, you know, big blue eyes. But piercing. They come from a lot of... A lot of my mother had big blue eyes too. But um, yeah, I guess I guess what do you what would you consider yourself? Would you consider yourself like a, a, a fool or a degenerate? I'm a joker. A joker, yeah. Yeah, because I just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Want to know how I got these scars. But you don't, yeah, it's kind of like, because you're in the world but not of it. So you get to watch people running around kind of like doing their crazy stuff, like trying to, it's like, it's like you noticed in the lockdown, like everyone tried so hard before there to get jobs, to like make sure they were in positions of importance, to get loans. And then when, when the shit hit the fan, they realized that they were shackled in this thing that they didn't know how to get out of. And then they had no control because they, because they, they relinquished all their controls. And then you'll, if you've got nothing to begin with, then you're watching from the sidelines going, oh, that's kind of, kind of weird. That is true. Mm. Hey, is this a nipple or a pimple? Oh, we're playing nipple or pimple. <laughs> this is a brand new game on the show called Nipple or Pimple. I'm showing Desmond. Which, which one? Because you got all you got spots all over your body. I don't know which one you're pointing to. It looks like you got about thirty nipples. This it looks like you got forty to fifty nipples all covered in hair. So. Which, this one, this one right here. Okay, that's a nipple, but I don't know what all the other... It's like you've got a nipple surrounded by all these other nipples. Yeah, correct. Okay, so... I don't have no pimples. Is that on your, fa- all, is that on your family crest? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's an Adonis, a goddess... Wolf mother. 
Wolf Mother Grapes and me just showing off all my oh, yeah. all my nipples. <laughs> <coughs> the god of nipples. Oh, there's got to be a there's a god of everything, you know. Right, there's like a god of trickery. Yeah, so you reckon there's a god of nipples? That's probably the god of trickery is the god of nipples. <clears throat> it's the one and the same. Yeah, can you milk those nipples? <laughs> I've got nipples, can you milk me, can Desmond? Milk them? Yeah, I could milk them. It just hurt. Could you? Oh, if I had one of those suction cups, you know those ones? Oh. Have you ever used one of those? No, I can't say I have used a suction cup. No, I me neither, but I've just seen it on, on in the magazine once. RBH? RBH, what's that? RBA? What's that? Is what that, was that hospital RBA, show? Is that, is that like the, that's the interest rate people, right? The RBA? Yeah, yeah, probably. You what read, was that? Are you read their magazines? <laughs> what was, what was, what was the hospital show? What do you mean the hospital show? That, that RBA advertised on. I've got no idea. Like hospitals are us. I don't know. Maybe it was that. Was there a TV show called Hospitals Are Us? Yeah. Sponsored by Toys Are Us. Toys Are Us and RBA. And RBA. The insurance. Oh, RBA. So do you read RBA magazines? You follow the interest rate really strongly, do you? I mean, everything's inflating these days. Oh, uh, yeah. And we all know why, yeah? It's corporations. Yeah, as if. If for all those that haven't realised, uh, the inflation is actually caused by all the all the free money during the lockdowns, right? Because do you know what inflation is caused by? It's caused by an increase in the monetary supply. You, and most people don't know that. So they increase the monetary supply, the, the, which obviously is going to increase inflation. Um, but it takes two years from, from the monetary supply to increase for that to reach into the economy. So people don't connect that two years later from the introduction of their, like given all these people that don't normally earn this extra money and then inflation, they don't add those two together to go, the inflation isn't happening now. It's money that was introduced two years ago. And so now they're like, oh, it's it's the corporations. Well, of course the corporations are stealing a whole big chunk if they can put the prices up, but they aren't. Corporations will only put the price up as much as consumers are willing to spend. And if there's more money floating around in the economy, then that means that there's more money for them to use and spend. There's your inflation. Why do I have so much nipples but not enough pimples? Good segue. <laughs> Great well, segue. We're talking about corporations. All Is right. the reason why I have so many nipples... Because of the corporations. Yeah, it's the diet that you've got. It's the diet? Yeah, because all you eat is like, what's a, the pizza that you normally eat? You, you deliver, the, the, all you eat is Domino's pizza and like corn chips or something like that. I don't del no, I don't eat the food I deliver. You don't eat it. You've never, you never eat the pizzas. I mean, Domino's pizza is just painted cardboard. That's a fact. Yeah. But does that and the meat lovers is just a cow heart on top of a regular pizza, which again is. But would you eat Domino's weekly? No. Oh, well, it's disgusting. Would you eat it monthly? No. Would you ever eat it? No. So you deliver it and you never, you never. Why would eat I eat Domino's pizza? Because what you say, I want to respect my body. Yeah, that's all right. It's just normally when you work for a, a, a food place, you just end up eating it because most people are lazy and they're just like, all right, this, you know, they give you free food to eat it. But you don't, you never eat Domino's. I'm not going to eat Domino's. Oh, well, I, I take my hat off to you. Good work. Nice. 
I mean, if you saw the things I saw back there, you wouldn't eat it either. Did you see the way they process the meat, did you? Yeah. Is there meat in there? Yeah, here's how they process the meat. They inject it with Botox and collagen. And cardboard. And yeah, cardboard. And probably just snails and stuff like that. Like, Well, anything they can find just outside in the dirt, they put it in there. So that includes snails. Yeah, I mean, they probably get given all these chemicals for free just to put in there to fit to thicken out their food. And now they've got all these Red Bulls. What? They've got all these Red Bulls. They sell Red Bulls with the pizzas. They sell Red Bulls now. Well, they're very desperate. Oh, wow. They're very desperate for customers. the worst pizza in the world and wash it down with a Red Bull. (laughs) Are Red Bull cool with being partnered with them? I suppose. I mean, they're probably just like a customer's a customer. Yeah. But what they do is they put the Red Bull on the pizza. Really? Okay, I didn't know that. So they just pour it on. <laughs> they pour it on the pizza, they light it on fire. And then they cook it. Yeah, and then it make it, makes it sweeter. Yeah, and then you just, you're just up all night if you eat that painted cardboard. Oh, man, I'd rather, I'd rather like hammer a nail in my head than eat one of those pizzas. And I've seen you hammer a nail in your head. Yeah. yeah. You've never seen me eat a Domino's pizza, though. I have no, you're right. I've never my, seen you a Dom's. My body's a temple like yours, you know. And I only my body is a temple that, sure, I let strangers ejaculate in there, but I would never put Domino's in there. And I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like there's so many different, you know how it's like your body's a temple, right? Yeah, yeah. But which temple? There's like so many different religions and so many different temples and so many uh, permissible things within different cultures that it's like, is your temple a temple like that the Sumerians went to in like 1286 and got wasted? Or is your temple one where it's like some Buddhist temple where you can only eat like things that grow from the ground? It's like, which temple? I think for most people, for them, it's the former. The former, yeah. They pretend it's the latter, but it's really the former. It's my body's a temple, yeah, but I'll put whatever I want into it. I didn't it's say my it would, temple. It's, it's my it's temple. It's my temple. I own this temple and I'll do I'll put whatever the fuck in this temple I want to put in it. I'll put Red Bull cardboard pizzas with a meat lover's <laughs> cow heart on there. Yeah, nice. I'll I'll put like a a, a, a lobster filled with champagne thrown into a like a a, a vat of, of of lard. I've never drunk in a, a Molotov cocktail, but I've drinking a Molotov latte. Yeah, nice. You're not a big drinker anyway, yeah? I'm a drinker of Molotov lattes. Molotov lattes. So you is that what's going on in France? Is that what they're using? Molotov lattes? Yeah, I mean it's coffee right. culture has gotten the crazy. Riots, man, wait till the rides come here. We're good. We're gonna have the, the most craziest Molotov lattes <laughs> floating around here. I mean, sometimes you drink those lattes and it makes you explode anyway. Just imagine a Molotov latte. They're, but we're never going to have rights and stuff in Australia. We're, we're too passive. We're too passive. Well, we yeah, have a lot of apathy. We've got apathy. We're passive. We, we're the most passive culture around. That's why we had the longest lockdowns in the world. It's because we we're the most passive city in the most passive country in the world, unless it comes to, like, some sort of ideological fervor over something, you know?
You reckon I had 30 nipples? I reckon you got 30 nipples. Okay, yeah. that's a lot of nipples. Have you got them medically checked out? Or I've not did? gotten it medically checked out, but now I feel like I do need to get them what, medically checked out. Like, why would you need them medically checked out? Because, I mean, like, I've never heard of anyone having issues, like medical issues. Like, it's like you've got 30 nipples, you've got 30 nipples. It's not like you've got 30 moles or you've got 30, like, flaky, pussy, like, um, goiters or something like that. Just nipples. Nipples are pretty safe. I've never heard anything really going wrong with a nipple. Like, you ever lactated yeah. before? The, I you don't ever th- bled from your nipple? I, I don't think lactation is a problem. What about bleeding from your nipples? I mean, if like it, you're wearing, trying to wear a bra and it just chafes. It's just chafed. You're not going to die from chafe. But unless, like, you would chafe to death. That's a lot. And clearly, you've never known anyone who has chafed to death. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I know someone who has been chafed to death. I reckon being chafed to death, you know, like the idea of uh, of death by a thousand cuts. You think you think it's similar? Death by a thousand chase. Is that that'd be possible, right? Because if someone chased you in a thousand different spots over time, over and over and over again, eventually you you're probably gonna fall apart and die. Sure, because like you know one. One cut doesn't hurt you, but the paper cuts doesn't hurt you, but a thousand. What about death by doing nothing? Eventually you'll do nothing for so long, you'll die. And when I say you do nothing, I mean you do nothing. Like the lying flat craze. Yeah, you know, you lie flat. You don't eat, you don't drink, you don't go outside, you don't have money, you you don't do nothing. You don't do nothing. But that, then you'd be surprised of how spiritually enlightened you might be. There's actually people that do that. So you go to see people in India and stuff. No, have you Death ever, by spiritual enlightenment. Have you ever seen it's those, a thing. Have you ever seen those people that, that say they can live off air? And I, when I say nothing, I mean you don't even live off air. <laughs> you don't even live off air. So you do nothing, you eat nothing. But then you also don't allow the air to give you any sort of uh, energy or, or or sustaining. Nothing. Nothing. Eventually you will die. Sounds like you're already dead. Exactly. You're already dead because you can't, because the automatic nature of our bodies is, is breathing, eating, like doing these things. So you can't not breathe. You cannot not sustain yourself through the air. So yeah, you die immediately. So you got to be dead because like it's a, it's an impossibility. It's like saying, "Oh, well, I just, I just." There we go. Death by nothing. Death by nothing. <sighs> so, what are your your creative plans into the future? Yeah, because once this podcast takes off, what are you going to do with all the money? Well, <laughs> you don't think the podcast has already taken off? Oh, which countries it's taken off in? Russia. Russia, <laughs> yeah. Well, with all the pro-Russian rhetoric that I hear coming from this podcast, I, I'm I'm not surprised that you don't have a, a big fan base there. Well, you know that, that those people that attempted a coup on Putin. Oh, um, his his right hand man. Yeah, yeah. The as part of the whatever the militia, extra militia. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they listen to this podcast. They're big listeners. Oh wow! And this cool. podcast actually convinced them to. You know, try it. To try a coup. 
try you know try take down Putin. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I reckon um because Russia is full of like vodka, right? So mm. my theory is that that guy just got real drunk and was around his mates who were getting real drunk. They all got guns and they're like, we can fucking do it. We can take Putin. We can take Putin. And then he, he sobered up on his way to Russia and he's like, oh, oh, no. Nah. Oh, what did I do last night? He had these flashbacks where he's just like, I can take Putin. I can take him. I can take him. I will take Putin. I will take Putin. I will take Putin. Imagine that. Imagine having such a hard night on the vodkas that you wake up and you've and you realised that the night before you challenged the dictator of one of the biggest um, military countries in the world. You'd be, that's a big night, isn't it? Yeah. That's a very big night. Have you ever done something like that where you woke up and you just thought, I really, I really shouldn't have rang that president and said I can take him down? <laughs> I, I know. I rang up, um, I rang up uh, President Bush. <laughs> yeah. Back in 2004, he yes. was up for re-election. Yeah, yeah. I was up at ele- I was actually 11 years old. So why was I just drunk at 11? That's not really a challenge though, because he's he probably he doesn't have the capacity to. Oh, yeah. If you really want to challenge them, you got to ring up Cheney, right? Cheney, Cheney is it Dick Cheney? Yeah, it's Cheney. He was the one pulling the strings. If you want a real fight, I would I would called him up. I, I was drunk, but not drunk enough to like. Go up, try and go up against Cheney. Because eleven-year-olds are so lippy, you know what I mean. Yeah, they don't even want to listen to their mum, let alone some president that wants to invade a country on false pretenses. And that's why I don't drink much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and I'm, that's the origin story of that. That's why you're so you're so sober. You take care of yourself because of that one time you nearly got taken out by the Secret Service for challenging a, a, a sitting president of a of a powerful country. And I said, "I'm gonna throw my shoe at you, Bush." Oh man, I'm gonna throw my shoe at you. And guess what? Some other guy did it. Yeah, some other guy threw his shoe. Why waste a good shoe? Well, this guy you know did. I mean? This and guy that, did. And especially the type of people that throw shoes to the same people that aren't into consumerism. But they got to throw that shoe and they got to go out and they got to buy another pair of shoes when they could have kept both those shoes, maybe even done a shoey. That would make more sense. You get mm. to keep the shoe, you get a drink as well, and you don't have to, you've got a reusable vessel. So you're not wasting anything. You're not wasting any sort of cups or like anything like that. You're not wasting a shoe. And you're not having to rebuy shoes. So if you're like some eco-warrior throwing shoes or wasting eggs, well, then you're really just a hypocrite, aren't you? Exactly right. Egg boy, the biggest hypocrite I can imagine. Mm. I mean, like, why would you waste <laughs> eggs? I mean, he could have cooked those eggs, eaten them, and then thrown the shit. The shit's not going to be used for anything anyway. Maybe good eggs. throw the egg yolk. Or the That's egg yolk. the embarrassing part. Oh, and you got egg yolk. The yellow bit. The yellow bit. Yeah. That's the embarrassing part. Cause you, yeah, because imagine you threw an egg and it just had the white part. It would just look like you spat on someone, which is just as embarrassing, right? Well, I don't think it's just as embarrassing. I'm just probably... What do you reckon is more embarrassing, getting spat on or getting an egg thrown at you? Egg. 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 Yeah, egg. Yeah, egg. Yeah, egg. Someone had to work to get that egg. Mm, I can like hock a loogie right now. Yeah, because I could spit on you, you could spit on me. Exactly, yeah. no effort. But the idea of having to carry an egg around, it's like because an egg is so precious, it could break at any moment. 
You've got to really put in the effort to protect that egg and then bring it into a volatile environment and then destroy the egg. So much care. If it's spitting, I could spit right now. Well, please don't. No, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm, I'm too dignified to spit. I would never spit on anyone. So what are you hoping to get out of your career? Oh, man. You want to make high art, but you're in Melbourne. Melbourne pretends to like high art, but they don't really. Where do you see this going? I'm just kind of saving up to go back to Europe. You know what I mean? Um, France, I don't know about France at the moment just because all the riots, but I think maybe it's still a good idea. Because, you know, like cause in the in the turmoil, that where the turmoil is is where good art is created, if you know what I mean. So, like, in Italy during um, – when the when – the, I think it was the 14th century or something that during the most – tumultuous time in Italy was when the Italy had their comedy um, um, revival and the most and, and a lot of things came out of that and it was because through destruction uh, you have new creation so like France and the riots might be a good, a good time to go there well that's what I've always been trying to say with the title of this show mm. destruction equals creation yeah because you've converted something new and like yeah, so there, there really isn't enough destruction in Melbourne, you know. There's too much passivity. So if there was more riots and stuff, maybe we would be able to uh, nurture some sort of more, more like, high art, energetic kind of thing here. But, yeah, it's just the passivity is what kind of strangles me here, you know what I mean? People people often don't say what how they really feel. And what is it you think people really feel? I feel like people really feel angry and I feel like they they their voices are stifled and they want to say things they want to say well well fuck this I, I don't believe anything you're saying just let me do my own thing um I don't want to have to obey all these new rules I want to go where I want to go I want clean water I want clean food I want clean air and just just like let, let's just you know what I mean like stop, stop spraying all our food with all, with these pesticides that are banned in Europe. Like, like if we're such a free country and and such a healthy, beautiful country, why do they spray shit on our food that they don't allow the Europeans to spray that same shit on their food? And then we just we just have to eat it and we get tired and we get sick. It's 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 never ending. And and uh, yeah, I don't know. We ever had just had pesticides on its own? Mate, Not without the food, just sprayed full-on pesticides into your mouth. Um, I, not on purpose, but I probably have had pesticides sprayed into my mouth at some point. Like just straight in there. Not yeah. not, not travelling via some food that's been sprayed on. I meant straight, direct spray. No, nah, I can't say that I would ever do that to What kind of temple are you running? What kind of bodily temple are you running? Are you, are you saying that you would spray, you have sprayed pure pesticides into your body? Well, my temple's a Catholic temple. And you're calling them pests. They're sex pests. So I take the pesticides to try and get rid of them. Why has no one thought of this? We can get rid of all pedophilia and rape and all that awful stuff. If we just sprayed them with pesticides. Yeah, we're all, yeah, maybe that's what. Maybe that should be the punishment. Maybe we're all being sprayed by pesticides right now, and that's what they're trying to get rid of, all the things you were talking about. Well, oh, How man. would you even know if we're already being 
if, they, if we were thought to be the pests and we were all being sprayed with pesticides. Not saying we are, I'm just saying, like... Well, well all men are pests, Desmond. Yeah, I mean, like... So if you get sprayed with pesticides... All humans are pests, if, if I can be honest. But, uh, but, but we're not... Oof. But... The reason we're pests isn't isn't the, it's because we've been separated from our true nature and we're trapped in these cities and we have no um, we got no uh, what do you call them where th- there's no wisdom passed down there's no sort of like elders within our in, within our Western society so we have no one to teach us we only have so we go to school and we get taught by people who don't know how to do so we get stuck in this cycle like teachers teachers God bless them but they're like let's just they're not necessarily the top end who should be teaching the children all the time. So we just get caught in this crazy loop where we have no we have no mentors and we're just taught by anyone that's willing to do a dip ed. So how how can we how can we be we'd be better we'd be better off doing away with teachers and trying to and trying to teach people to find mentors who can teach you who can teach you not just information about math or like words, but can teach you like how to interact with your environment, how how to um, look after yourself in a in a spiritual and uh, in a medicinal and a healthy way, how how to find where your true um, artistic or like talents lie, and to cultivate them instead of trying to fit into like the the what is it the STEM or whatever where they're trying to make you fit into the math science whatever they, they they've got all these shoots and it all it all harks back to the to the um to to the what what do you uh, the the industrial revolution where so do you know where do you know where education comes from uh uh do you know our educational system you've been educated. I clearly have not been educated. So people have been educated, right? But yeah. no one's ever been educated on education. So no, so if you say, oh, well, where does this education system come from? No one's going to say, oh, it's the Prussian system of education that originated in Germany and spread out to the rest of the world. And that that's all based on the Industrial Revolution and fitting people into cogs. And it hasn't changed hardly at all. This conveyor rate hasn't changed in hundreds of years. And, and the intentions of that was not to make a good human and to make someone that, that can think for themselves, create their own businesses, um, be wealthy, uh, both spiritually and economically. It was to create workers for uh, factories and it's the same now that the factories may not exist but the same shoots and the same conveyor belts that shoot out to science mass and that that are essentially jobs for corporations still exist it's the same system very fascinating stuff very fascinating stuff can i just say desmond what before we wrap up we're nearly close to the end that I think you have a lot of opinions and a lot of thoughts. <coughs> and some of those might be hard for people to take. And I think maybe it's worth considering. Maybe put on a funny voice when you're voicing these opinions. It well, might make it more palatable. Well, what kind of voice would you suggest? Like, well, well like, uh... And, and uh, uh, my, my main opinion is that everyone should be able to voice their opinion no matter what. And is that an well, when you put it down to that, that sounds agreeable. But then you go into the nuances of that. I think you need to put on a funny voice. Oh wow! It's almost like you're being facetious right in front of me. I don't know. I don't think I'm being facetious at all. It's a suggestion. Well, what kind of voice? For give me an example. You know, kind of like this voice. 
You want me to try and do this voice? What about this voice? Is that good enough? Or it's not. It's not. It's not close I'm enough. Not cut, I'm it's not close I'm enough. Thirty on the. Uh, well, you know, maybe like higher. Like, yeah, I've got a bit of this voice. Probably a bit lower. Go lower. Go to this voice. I'm your, your voice is high enough. Why would I want another voice? Like you gotta, you gotta own your own voice. As soon as you hide behind some other like voice or some sort of character or something, yeah, you're really being um a coward. Yeah, I would say you're being a real coward. That, that's like, something I can agree with. That's that's what I noticed. There's these there's these people that they they talk in character or like they put on this character and they got these thoughts and ideas. It's like just, just be brave. Why don't you just say them? Just say it. Just say them yourself. It's like these people are like putting on a mask. Yeah. And don't don't put on the mask, you take, know what I mean? Take the mask off. Take it off. Say how you really feel. Express yourself, you know what I mean? Direct. Yeah. Don't shove some don't put a bunch of surrealist stuff on it to you know, put some plausible deniability on anything you might be saying. Just say it direct. Yeah. People that put on masks. And in a, and in a funny voice. People that put on masks, people that put on character and voices are the worst. No, no, they're, they're Just, not good at all. They don't know how to express themselves. There's definitely something wrong with them. <laughs> something wrong with fucking their head. Mate, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, before you wrap up, I just want to, like, advertise <laughs> John Best Pest. What's that? John Best's Pests is the number one pesticide spray that I use all the time. Oh, so this is this is your from your you your sponsor is a pesticide. Company. Yeah, my my sponsor is John Best's Pests. Ah, John. It Best makes it sound like John Best is selling pests. Is the pest? Oh, he is the John pest. John West is the pest. Well, it's John Best, not John West. Okay. It's either John Best. It makes it sound like John Best is selling the pests. So where can you find these pesticides? Well, you can find it in, in every good health food store. Yeah, in any <laughs> any uh any in the health food section of of Coles. Pretty much any cafe on Sydney Road. Oh yeah, nice. Cool. Which is not where we are right now. No, we're not. We're not on Sydney Road. We're not on Sydney Road. We're we're close enough. We're off Sydney Road. Yeah. There now you can't come to the studio and harass us. We're, we're close enough to like. S- smell Brunswickians that not be infected by them. Right. Desmond, unless what's your plans? Unless what? that's your audience, then we love you and we respect you. Yeah. Well, it's always, it's a hard balance because they are my audience. Mm. And it's but hard, at the same time, I'm disgusted by them. I know. And it's the hard thing is like when, when you're a bit of a fool and you make fun of everything, but then there's one little section that's like a little bit too serious. Then it, it's it's just interesting that they become a target, right? Because they're too serious for their own good. You want to deflate self-importance. Yeah, I mean that's self-importance. I mean, like you want people to still feel good, though. Yeah, because you got to laugh at yourself. You don't want to upset people. I mean, that's the perfect balance: is to know that. So, so he's. I don't know if you want me to go on some other diatribe, do you? Uh, this diatribe, like, wrap everything up, connect everything together, and put a real full stop on this episode? Uh, I can try. I okay, know. well, I'll, I'll, let's see. Let's see if you can do it. Okay, so so the, the, the object of the fall is to, like, not to bring people down, but it's kind of like, 
that they're given a position where they can say certain things where other people in society can't say it. And that, that's kind of like a, a valve of release, you know what I mean? So they, back in the day they would have kings, right? And kings, you wouldn't say anything bad about king because they'll, they'll just kill you. But the, that's where the fool comes in. So the fool would be second to the king and the fool was the only one that was allowed to make fun of the king. And the way you would know a good king is if the king was okay with the fool making fun of him. So the fool could say the same thing that like someone else could say and that other person would die. But that the fool is placed in that place as as like a, an object of release. So if, if you get a, a society that's so serious that they start throwing the fool in jail or starting to kill them or push them away then there's no there's no valve of release for society and society will get fractured and will explode and therefore be destroyed therefore be destroyed but then then and then because they're pushed the fool away and society has collapsed the fool other fools will then come in to recreate the society so there's not you can't get rid of this so destruction leads to creation yeah the way it's always been or the way it will always be. You got anything to plug, Desmond? Uh, uh, Purdy Destroys Comedy. Which is my podcast. It's not your podcast. Yeah, but now that I actually wrapped it up real good because it's the name of the podcast. It's, it's, yeah, but you don't need to plug my show as if it was your show. Now we're just starting back from the beginning again. <clears throat> All right, let's start again. Anyway, yeah, I gotta, uh, I'm got i going to do Friends at the end of the year. Um, I, I think like... The issue I had with the last time was that uh, I didn't put any posters up or promote it at all. Yeah, that's going to get you. That'll get you. Um, and then I blame the audience for not being uh, uh, highbrow enough. <laughs> Wise enough to show up. Wise enough to show up. Um, but I, I'm going to take some responsibility for not putting enough, almost any effort in uh, to to get people to my show. And that, that's detrimental, really. Um, this time around, I'm, I'm going to push it harder. Desmond Cabaret, the advertised edition. Yeah. And this has been Ross Perry Destroys Comedy by Ross Perry, not Desmond Cabaret. Yes, by Ross Perry. And it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're not going to start up again? Okay. I'm confused. Do you want me to start up again or not? I thought of, you were going to start up again. No, I wasn't going. I thought that was the end. But like we could, we could have a, I don't know. how. I thought you were going to claim my podcast as your podcast again. No, but they would see that coming. So what so I did what you is say, the opposite. You always got to do the opposite of what you, what, what you think the audience expects and what the person across from you expects. You expected it, so I didn't do it. Okay, fair enough. Well, I bet the audience expects us to keep going for